All right, welcome back to the Audible. The Audible is presented by the Morgan Law Group. We fight for your insurance claim denial or underpayment. Policyadvocate.com. That's policyadvocate.com. Joining me, John Congemi. I'm Kim Bocamper. Uh, week one is in the books, and uh, I'm glad week one is over, John. Yes. It, it was a... Um, you know, you try to you, you you go through a game like that, and you try to pluck out some positives, and uh, boy, you you got to search. You really got to search for positives in that game. It's certainly not what Brian Flores expected. Uh, I don't think it was anything that that we expected. I don't think it was anything that Dolphin fans expected. But at this point, it, it is what it is. The Dolphins just got manhandled from the the opening kickoff uh, until the game ended. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, you know, give them credit. They were prepared to do the, in every aspect of the game, offense, defense, special teams, won all those battles. And, and so now it's it's regroup time. But, you know, y- you look at that game, John, and, you know, it's 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 really, it's tough to gauge only because I, I've never been – you've been around this league for a long time. You've been around football a long time. You've been around this league for a long time. seen a lot of college football. I don't know that I've ever seen a team go into an opening game – with so many changes within seven days uh, of kickoff, and, and, and in some cases, only only a few days oh, prior, to, prior to the game being kicked off. And it's just not at one spot, yeah. one position. It was all over. It was littered on the football team. You have offensive linemen starting, you know, they've been in, in camp for practice for yep. four days. You've got defensive linemen that are starting that have been here for maybe a week, if that. Yeah. And that filters into your special teams. You know, all those guys that haven't been there are now uh, asked to do more on special teams. So it kind of, it, it was a snowball effect yeah. from the opening gun. You know, Mark Ingram, 49-yard yeah. run to open the game, and it was downhill from there. And we made, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson give him credit, but he, he looked like a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, you, you put him right now. He, he's in the Pro Bowl right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, and he had four or five six seconds to throw the yep. football so there was a lot of issues that the Miami Dolphins are going to look at tape this week and go wow uh, can we correct this you know can we correct yep. that and I'm sure there's a lot of mental and physical mistakes that were made when you, when you lose 59 to 10 yep. but you've got to be able to jump back and not let that loss really turn into two losses in terms of playing the same way and I think that's what Brian Flores and this coaching staff really have to decipher who can do what really well and how can we get into better positions as a defense, as an offense, on special teams to don't allow ourselves not to give us the best chance at at a winning result. And and they're going up against a team that if you thought Baltimore was good, this team's that much better. No no doubt about it. But you've got a week week, week under your belt. Some of these new guys that have come in have been there for a while. Um, But the conversations I've had with people, John, uh, after watching the tapes – is a lot of the things that there were, were the mistakes were made are correctable mistakes. Right. You know, guys, you know, being not being in the right place or, or choosing the wrong, you know, Eric Rowe in, in the back of the end zone, you know, instead of plastering and, looking at the quarterback yeah. and, and, and when the, when the receiver just turns yeah. around and, and finds wide open space, those things are fixable. And, 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 but the things that, Sometimes aren't fixable, fixable, or when you just get physically dominated by people. Guys are pushing around, and, and don't get me wrong, there were some guys out there that physically got dominated yes. during the course of that football game, and, and they're either going to have to get better, or else somebody else is going to have to step in and, and take that charge. But I think one of, the, to me, one of the difficult things, and really that that uh, you know, if I put a spotlight on one thing that that going into that game that that I thought was was really going to be tough to begin with was. We were talking about it seven days prior 
about the offensive line and how they're going to have to play better. And then you go into the game, and all of a sudden, you've got Danny Isadori in there. Shaq Calhoun was was there all preseason. He's out. Now you take Jesse Davis. You put him at left tackle where he hasn't played. You bring in the the, the new guy, Davenport. Davenport. You put him at, at, at right tackle. And so you got guys playing out of position. you got two guys playing on the right side that – weren't in the that, that haven't gone through training camp. We've only been here for three or four yeah. days, and John, you know, in a, in a position like that, in a in a group like that, where communication is so vital to 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 success, how how can you have communication when you got two guys in there that weren't even here a week ago, and you're trying to and you're playing against a damn good football, really team good front seven, you a, dot, a lot of different looks, yeah, doing a lot of different things, blitzes, all different kind of things. And taking advantage of it, it's hard to it's hard to blame them, but but look, it, it is what it is. They got to line up and, and, and play, and they're gonna have to line up and play this week against another very good defense. It's gonna show them a lot of different things. And you know what? It's it's, it's that old you know, put your big boy pants on because it's not gonna change from here going forward. You're gonna be the guys lining up. You got to figure it out, and you got to figure it up and figure it out in short order. You know, I, I think the the one thing that wasn't a surprise was. The play of the offensive line when you talk about Isadora and Davenport on the right side because you limit your offense, you limit your cadence, you limit uh, what you want to do pre-snap because you don't want to trigger these guys or put them in a, a worse position than they're already in with a limited access to a playbook that has been installed from last spring you know so you're trying to spoon feed these guys and and I'm sure they were overwhelmed at some point during the week trying to get ready and on Sunday and we saw that but the biggest surprise to me Bo was I know that Baltimore is explosive on offense with the run game with the zone read Mm, with all that stuff but it wasn't Lamar Jackson's legs that beat the Miami Dolphins it was his right arm and it was the lack of of coverage in the secondary where we felt uh, talking, you know, yep. on the audible multiple times that that's one of your strengths yep. of the defense. You really felt like going in, well, let Lamar stay in the pocket and make him beat you with his arm. But that wasn't the case in terms of having it work out for the Dolphins. It really played into the hand of yep. the Baltimore Ravens and they were able to make one explosive play after yep. another. There was three plays of over, you know, 30 yards yep. uh, and the tight ends, the tight ends had, their three tight ends had 14 catches for over 140 yards yep. in the game. I mean, and you've got one of your best players, it seemed like, uh, trying to track down tight ends, but yep. he couldn't, you know, could, he was always a step behind or two steps behind. So those are the things you want to get corrected because when you think about where the Miami Dolphins, if you fe- feel like you can hang your hat on stuff, you thought it was the secondary. Yep. You thought Baker and Aguavin would be able to handle that linebacker spot. And then you've got new guys up front that maybe didn't fit exactly the way yep. you thought it would fit in the run game. So my concern is you got a, an even more explosive Offense coming to town with one of the best to ever play the game in Tom Brady. And if you don't get pressure on that guy, yep. you are going to be in for another long day. Well, that, that's the other thing. When you look at that game, you talk about the backside of the defense. You, you mean, I mean, Lamar Jackson, he didn't need to run. No. Because he, he, you know, he, had, he could just stand back there with impunity and, and, and look around the field and throw the ball wherever, wherever he wanted right. to. And when you've got that much time, it, it makes it that much easier for the receivers to get separation, makes it tougher on those defensive backs to cover, especially in today's day and age with the rules and the way you play in A the A lot secondary. of freedom. Well, you've got to have somebody putting that quarterback under duress so he doesn't, he can't just sit back there and pick you apart. And, and I don't, I, John, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I've been trying to 
go through and every go through the whole all game levels in my of, mind yeah. mm-hmm. and, and think was there one time where they had Lamar Jackson in a situation where panic. he had to he had to panic or, or scramble or or move out of the pocket or buy time or you know he had plenty of time he didn't have to buy any time he kept all his money in his pocket wasn't having to buy any time no to get the, it done. the only time he did he retreated about ten yards and yep. threw a lollipop in the end zone to an open receiver yep. for a touchdown. I mean, that was the only time he looked like he was under duress. And really, he was just buying himself some time yeah. because he knew if he didn't find anybody, he could elude the three or four guys that were you know, trying to yeah. pass rush and buy some more time you know, to the wide side of the field. So I just think that you know, there's a lot of things that are correctable, but for a, a home opener at Hard Rock Stadium, I think these guys have to have the attitude th- this week that – they're going to have their another chance to make a first impression yeah. in terms of being able to play with a lot more energy, a lot more efficiency, uh, a lot more uh, organizational wise. Yeah. You know, it just seems like the schemes are in place, but we kind of went off the reservation a little yeah. bit with maybe first game, you know, jitters with a well, lot of young, you know, a lot of young players out there. You look at early in the game, you, you know, you, the, I think it was the first play, Fitzpatrick audibles. Or you know changes the, the play of the line of scrimmage and Preston Williams does doesn't get it right and and he's blocking and, and and Fitz throws him the ball and and that was the beginning of seeing a team that look the the coaching staff has prepared this football team they they've gone through all these situations they've done all that but you had a lot of guys out there playing in that in a game for first the first time. time in the National Football yeah. League it's loud. You know, you got all the excitement going. You got all the adrenaline going. You want to play well. You're you're behind the eight ball right off the bat, and, and so you know it's, it's a tough situation. Tough situation for a guy who's been in the league for five, six, seven, eight years. Let alone but when you've got a yeah. number of guys that are first time players in there. You know, it's it's easy to get off the tracks, off the rails, and uh, and 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 they just weren't able to get back on. Now the train's not stopping because. Like you said, New England's coming up this week. You got Dallas the next week, the and Chargers, so forth and yeah. so on down the line. So it's not going to get any, any easier. And I know going through the I know going through the the uh, the film session on Monday wasn't a pleasant situation. I think they stayed in there a long time. A lot of work to get over. A lot a lot of things to cover. A lot of things to get done. And John, I know from my experience, the times that we played and played poorly and went in that meeting room and basically just got shredded yeah. you know you came back with a vengeance and you may not have played you know you may not have played your best game the week after but i would expect improvement in a lot of areas from this football team that being said the opponent also improves as you said uh, coming into this state you have the defending super bowl champions who, coming who in. made the steelers look bad made the steelers look horrible and tom brady looking like he's hasn't hasn't skipped a beat and oh, by the way, let's throw Antonio Brown in there on you, <laughs> who they've got listed in their depth chart right. as their starting wide receiver already. On Monday, they had him listed as a starting wide receiver. So it kind of tells you uh, what we can expect out of this football team come Sunday. Well, there, there's so many weapons, and it starts obviously with Tom Brady. I mean, this is a guy that has seen everything, done everything, won you know multiple champions, world championships, and he's a guy that just can beat you any way you want to yeah. defend him. You know, if you're going to crowd the box, he's going to find a guy and isolate Edelman. If if he's got some zone, he's got a crosser with Gordon. If you want to go deep, you know, he, he finds a, a speedster, you know, and now he's got Brown on the outside as well. Yeah. So you, you've got a lot of weapons, and that's not even getting to the Sony Michels and the James Whites yeah. and the Rex Burkheads and, and those types Julian of weapons. Edelman. And Julian yeah, Edelman, I mean, right. It's, it's a... Right. You, I mean, you look at this lineup with it, and you talk about Josh Gordon. It's funny because, uh, not funny, but I remember, t- I believe it was two years ago 
when Josh Gordon came back from a lengthy suspension, number of two and a half years, I think, right. somewhere along that lines, he had been in and out of the league, maybe mm-hmm. played a few games, and just so happens he gets activated. Oh, by the way, when the Dolphins pull into town, and and he just, you know, I, I hadn't I never I hadn't seen him play in person. He's a big, talented wide receiver, and you thought, wow, and but now you add another guy like Antonio Brown, you know, and hopefully oh, Antonio, hopefully Antonio misses a practice or a or a or a meeting or the plane or something, so we don't have to see him. But <laughs> yeah, and that not being done, we're going to see him on the other side. And look, he's ready to play. He's been working out. He's been training. Hadn't been to training camp much, but no, but he's been training. Out, and yeah. He's ready to go. So. Uh, you know, and, and then you talk about the Julian Edelmans and Sony Michelle and James White and Philip Dorsett. Yeah, Philip had two like, touchdowns on Monday or Sunday yeah, night football. I, I mean that that's a that's a. I mean, you, and you talk about getting pressure. You know, you could be twice as good. You could do twice as. You could be twice as effective as you were last week, even though they weren't very effective at all. But you can be twice as effective and still lose ground because he's going to get the ball out of there so quickly that that if you don't get if you don't if you don't make him move within his second or third step, you you, you got no shot to to get to him yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's a challenge. It's an uphill battle for the Miami Dolphins, especially if you feel like you've got so much to correct in terms of offensive line and defensive secondary and trying to create pressure. And when you're displacing guys to add another guy to the pass rush, well, that kind of plays into Tom Brady's hand a little bit because he's got so many answers. You know, just not, you know, focused on one or two receivers. It's across the board and it's backs coming out of the backfield that can be hurt you just as badly Mm -hmm. as a guy, you know, going, you know, running a, a cro- deep crossing yeah. route or a deep outcut. So the Dolphins definitely, number one, I mean, let's make no mistake about it. Number one, the Dolphins have to worry about the Dolphins right yes, now. absolutely. And they have to be able to correct what they can control on, on each and every practice leading up to Sunday. And then you've got, you know, the Patriots on yeah. the horizon that you've got a you've got a monster coming into Hard Rock Stadium that likes to play a certain way. And the Dolphins, you know, if you ever want to, either get a stalemate after a quarter yeah. or a couple series, that's the week they have to yeah. do it because you don't want to fall behind a team yeah. as quickly as you did the Ravens, and it seemed like it was there was no end in sight. Yeah. You, you don't want to have Tom Brady get the ball the first time, whether you receive or they receive or whoever. First time they get the ball in their hands, you don't want them to go down the field 80, 90 yards down the field and put points on the board because then you're back, whoa, here, here, we, we, go here again. we go again. We're right back in the same situation. So somehow, some way, they've got to slow down this offense and find a way to, oh, by the way, you know, get get past the defense that's going to show you a lot of different looks, that's going to try to confuse you. And, and you look at their secondary with the McCourty brothers back there, Patrick Chung, Kyle, Kyle Van Noy. I mean, they, they, this is a football team. Dante Hightower. They got Michael know, Bennett up yeah, front. Yeah, they, they're, 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 they're as loaded on that side of the football almost as they are on the, on the offensive side. So, well, look, defending Super Bowl champions, that's all you have to say uh, about this team. But you're right. I think the Dolphins – whether they win this game or not, you've got to see a, and I'm not talking about a little, a, a, a noticeable amount of improvement on, on this football team because it's going to be a journey for these guys. After starting the season like that, this isn't going to be a one-week fix. It's not going to be a two-week fix. But if you can see them every week getting a little better and, and moving on and just tightening things up, then I think you can, then you know, then you can start feeling good about it. But, uh Right now, I think that the the most important thing besides looking at New England, getting ready for that football team, going through your practices, 
they've got to shut their ears off to the to the outside. Yeah, you know the the outside is is buried. It's not they're, good they're, right they're now. Dead and buried. Worst football team ever. You're hearing all these types of things about the Dolphins, um, and so they they've got to. They've got to forget about that. They they can't listen to that. They can't get involved with that. And all the you know the the, the people that are nowhere in the neighborhood. Oh well, you know people want to they want to get out of the team. They're looking. They're you know uh, where some of that shit comes from is beyond me. But it get out gets out there. And, and once it gets once it once it's once it gets its its tentacles in there, it just festers and gets bigger and bigger right. and bigger. And and you know these unnamed sources and this guy or that guy or this agent, you know it, it certainly doesn't help doesn't help this football team. Uh, but there's nothing you can do about it. They're gonna they're gonna say what they want to say anyway. These guys have to concentrate on 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 what they've got. Who's my man? Where do I got to be? How do I block him? How do I get off the block? How do I tackle him? How do I cover him? All, all those types of things. How do I get open if I'm a receiver? If there's no hole and I'm, I'm a running back, how do I find a crease? Yeah, how I, do I find something? You know, and I, we could talk about offensive scheme and, and defensive philosophy and special teams. How you know two plays? You know, you drop a punt, you have a, a fake punt, go for I don't know sixty plus yards yeah. to go down Long to the ten yard line. Yeah. Yep. But but I think the one, uh, w- not the most uh, uh, thing that gets in, stuck in, in head coach Brian Flores that makes him frustrated, but I think it added to it, was the nine penalties for, yeah. for 64 yards. And it wasn't so much the yards. It was the nine, you know, the nine penalties that if you're, if you're preaching to your team all camp, and now granted, yeah. uh, probably a... Uh, 15% of the players who weren't here that actually played in the game. But still, you've got to think that, that that's one area that you can you can control yeah, easily. and you can improve on in week two that, you know, those hidden yards, those 60 or 70 yards, somewhere is going to help yeah. you. And, and it's going to add to the improvement on, on your scheme-wise, yeah. what you do defensively. It's going to add to your execution on offense and how you can move the football. Because I just think that's one thing that they can definitely control yeah. and the coaches can kind of monitor that during the week to get them to the point where they're making two or three that yeah. I can live with that but not you know six going to nine yeah. you know that th- that doesn't work that way and you know there, you look back and there were <clears throat> there were some guys that did you looked at that played well in the game Preston Williams a guy or, yeah. that, that played well Devonte Parker Dro- dropped the ball in the end zone you know should have had it when it got his first touchdown had some nice plays Devonte Parker came out and played a good game I'll tell you, you know, another went, guy went up for ball Ryan Fitzpatrick yep. did yeoman's work to get the football out of the pocket exactly. and and make some completions down there I mean for what he, he had might, to he work might, with he might want to add that little spin move well, to his repertoire usually you don't have to do it uh, <laughs> before you multiple, threw, yeah. multiple times before just to right. avoid in the pocket right. but I mean he, he was 14 to 29 for 185 he had the pick yes trying to make a play yep. I had the touchdown which was good but on, on a number of those completions, let me tell you, there's there's a, a lot of quarterbacks in this league that have been sacked six times in that game, probably would have had yep. more than one interception, and definitely would have had just as many quarterback hits. So you gotta you gotta tip your cap to, to the way the courage would what he played with and the smarts and yep. the you know the the experience factor of being able just to get the ball out. Yeah. The other guy I tell you that, that you're we're starting to, to see some life out of is tight end Mike Gasecki. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike got, got a nice catch down the down the sideline there, made a play, made a couple plays in the football game. We saw Start to see his him coming out as uh, you know during the uh, during the preseason uh, you know kind of putting last year behind him and, and, and improving on his game and I think I think we're starting to see the Mike Gusecki that we thought we might see when, when they drafted him out of Penn State and, and so that's helping and and Mike actually is going to going to join us right now and we'll uh, we'll have a chance to to sit down with Mike and hear what he had to say.
Hi, joining us now, tight end Mike Gusecki. And uh, Mike, uh, it, it's been um, it's, it's been it's been a long grind. You, you, you have a long year last year. You finally, get a break and come back here and to go to the, going through training camp and OTAs and all that stuff, trying to get yourself improved. Are, are you happy with where? Uh, you're never happy with where you're never satisfied with where you're at, but you like the progress that you've made uh, yeah, from your first season to your second. Absolutely, I think that you know whether it was you know good or bad from last year, I was able to learn from you know all the all the things that are kind of thrown at you during that rookie season, and uh, you know been able to take that into the off season, get better, you know get bigger, stronger, faster, you know all that kind of stuff that everybody always talks about. And then come into uh, year two a little bit more prepared and, you know, starting to pick up a new system again and all that kind of stuff. But uh, for the most part, you know, I feel uh, pretty confident. Yeah, and I just remember back, and it was a long time ago, but you know, it seems like it took me like a couple years just to figure out – Kind of, kind of figure out what this league's about, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a lot about it's a lot. Of, it's a lot about the players you're playing. It's a lot about the job you got to do. But it's a lot, a lot about just learning how to play in this league and, and learning how to to be comfortable in the environment. You, you're facing the same type of situation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that there's definitely a uh, you know there's like that you know that that gap between college and the NFL and and you know in your first year, um, you know, you're kind of trying to. You're trying to, you know, shorten that gap as much as you can. But, you know, ultimately, you know, these guys have been playing for a long time and uh, there's a lot of talent up, up at this level. So, you know, just trying to, you know, make up the most ground that you possibly can. And then, like you said, you know, still trying to figure out, you know, how people play in this league and, you know, trying to get more comfortable. So this way, you know, you can, you know, continue to play fast and, you know, play up to, you know, your highest level. And let's move on. Let's talk about uh, the game last week. And certainly it's just one of those games that uh, it happens, us, you know, Doing the coach's show with uh, Coach Flo, and it's just kind of like, you know, kind of like a snowball. Once it starts rolling, yeah. uh, it's tough to stop, and, and that's that's exactly what that game kind of looked like. You know, get a couple 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 of mistakes early on, and it just got pounded mm-hmm. on and pounded yeah. on, and yeah. then just made for a long day out there. It's, it's no fun for everybody in those games. How, how'd you how'd you come out of that one, and and, and how do you look back at it and and, and try to get better? both individually and as a team going forward. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, you know, first and foremost, you got to tip your hat to Baltimore. You know, they played a, you know, extremely, uh, you know, you know, they, they played an extremely effective game. They were they were great in all phases and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, but ultimately, you know, Coach Flo kind of said it best right after the game and he kind of just said, hey, man, just, just let that sink in and, you know, remember this feeling, remember this moment and uh, let's grow from it. Uh, so, honestly, I think that, you know, you're, if, if you handle adversity the right way, then, you know, you'll be able to bounce back and become better because of that. So uh, I think, you know, everybody in our locker room today, you know, was able to take the coaching points and, you know, get, just get better overall um, because there was a lot of, there's a lot of things to learn from, but there was also, some, you know, some good stuff on the tape that, you know, you can continue to build on and then just, you know, move on. That's, that's the great thing about this game. You know, we got, uh, we got another opportunity this week. Yeah, it's an old cliche. Uh, when you look at the tapes, never as bad as you thought it was, mm-hmm. never as good as you thought it was. Yep. And I would assume that was the same case for this one but I know talking to some people you know there a lot of the mistakes were made were fixable mistakes one thing if you're getting man you know you get manhandled and run over it's another thing when there's mistakes that you can look at on tape see what 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 was done wrong and do it and it seemed like that'd be that was the case with with that game on on Sunday yeah absolutely you know that that was the thing that you know when we got in the offense room uh you know coach O'Shea kind of said to us said you know a lot of the stuff that um that went that went on in that game it can be easily corrected um, you know, there's just that, that's kind of the the big thing in this league. It's it's all the it's all the minor things. It's it's the small details that mm-hmm. make uh, you know a huge difference. 
Um, so, especially on, you know, the offensive side of the ball, you know, it really takes all 11. And uh, so I think that that's something that, you know, we're going to continue to focus on and, uh, and harp on each, each and every day to, you know, just continue to move forward and get better. But you look at this football team, and then you guys are a young football team, and it got younger a week before a week before the season began. And so you look around, and there are a lot of young guys that are really still, still like we said earlier, kind of trying to find their way through the league. I really think until you get to your third, third fourth year when you're really – getting your traction. Um, and so th- there's going to be some growing pains mm-hmm. with this football team. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's it's definitely something that, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, whoever's in that locker room, that, that's that's the team that, that, that we have and, you know, the guys that we're going to go out with and, you know, compete and, and go out and win with. So, uh, you know, I think that – I think it's awesome to kind of see – um, you know, the, the level of, of the age of, you know, in our locker room mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, grow and get better each and every week because at that level, I mean, I mean, I'm still in it right now. I'm only in year two, but, you know, I kind of lived through it, you know, last year, my mm-hmm. first year, you, know, you kind of get thrown into the fire and you, you start learning faster and you, you kind of start understanding things quicker. Um, so uh, I think it's only going to benefit us, you know, moving forward. You know, some people think I'm crazy when I talk to them about this team. And I say, look, I, I like this. This is a young nucleus of this football team that, that can grow together. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's how you become a team. Just like in your college, if you're with a team with guys for four years, you get that fourth year and you guys are you're cranking because you know there's communication, you know all these things. And, and I think it's no different in, in this league. And, but it's it's sometimes it's painful and, and – it doesn't get any more painful than last week, but you put it behind you and you move forward. And, and you know, this league doesn't get any easier. You look around the corner and all of a sudden, you know, you got New England Patriots coming to town and they get another big time receiver in Antonio Brown. Makes that challenge easier. He's more tougher than it, it would have been before. But it's a National Football League and in every game, they're not, not going to run across. Show me an easy game on your schedule this year and, and we'll, we'll stack it on there. But I don't, I don't think there is one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, like I said, that, that's kind of the great thing about this league is, you know, we got another opportunity this week, and uh, you know we got an extremely talented, you know, well-coached, tough, physical team coming in, and uh, you know we got to do our best to, you know, kind of put last week behind us, um, learn from it, and then you know put it behind us and move forward because uh, you know you, you can't let one turn into two and let it snowball. Uh, so uh, you know just got to continue to you know focus on our on our role, our assignment, and our job. Go out at, go out on the field and use our fundamentals and technique and you know execute to the best of our ability. Mike, they're, they're using you in a lot of different plays. You're, you're moving around in a lot of different can coming up, coming off of running routes off of motion, all those different types of things. What, what are you doing differently than, than what you did last year? Um, I think honestly, it's just kind of you know kind of growing and developing and letting the game around me kind of slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at the at the end of the day, you know. Football is football, so I mean the the calls are going to be the same, and you know the plays can only change so much. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to go out and execute. So uh, I think that you know our coaches are doing a great job, and you know not only putting myself, but putting everybody in position to be successful. And then uh, you know when when your number is called, you know you got to go out there and you know execute to the highest of your abilities. And what is it? Uh, what is it that you want to get better at? What do you think that that, that uh, for you to be where mm-hmm. you want to be that, that you've got to uh, figure out in this league? Yeah, I think. Um, the, the, the main thing for me is just to be more of a complete player. Um, I think that that's kind of the obvious one right there. Um, you know, I know what I'm capable of to do in the, in the past game and, um, you know, just continue to get more reps and, you know, get more comfortable in the run game and, you know, the blocking and all that kind of stuff, because, uh, you know, the more that I can be on the field and in those aspects of the game, I think it'll benefit me and, you know, the, the receiving aspect as well. You take a look at the, the, the opponent coming up in the New England Patriots and, uh, you know, you talk about a, a just a, a history of 
of high level success in the league and they change players around but it seems like the, the results always become are always the same with that football team and they challenge you because they're they are so disciplined smart play their assignments play their techniques and do everything and it's almost like a plug and play with those guys you put them in if they buy into the system they're going to play pretty well for them so it makes a game like this uh you almost have to play a perfect game in order to get them down with a with a couple minutes left, where you got a chance to win the football game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, New England has a you know a very you know rich history in that in that organization. You know, they've had a lot of success. So uh, you know, going up against a team like that, it's an opportunity for you know our team to continue to grow and develop. And uh, you know, I mean, coming here with uh, with Coach Flores, you know, he kind of holds us all to a really high standard, and he's kind of uh, you know developed a culture here that you know is um, something that you know we're excited about moving forward so uh i think that you know going out there this sunday i think it's going to be you know, you know a great test and a great matchup you uh, you saw him a couple times last year what is it about them when you when you play them that uh that you notice uh, about what makes them so successful yeah i think it's 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 the little things and the details um like i was talking about earlier um you know just the the minor techniques and the minor you know phases of the game that kind of add up to be the the big pieces so uh, I think that those are the things that they do really well um you know coach Flo always talks about all the time you know the the stuff that kind of takes no talent um so you know doing all that kind of stuff to you know kind of put yourself in a position to be successful I think that that's something that they do really well though so you've uh, you've been down here in South Florida now a couple years. How do you uh, how do you like living down here? Oh, I love it, love a little hot during the summertime. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean the heat's definitely an adjustment for you, but uh, it's, I mean, but once like you know November December yeah, yeah. hits and you know everybody back up north, they're dealing with snow, and I'm dealing with 75 degree yeah. weather. So uh, I love it down here in South Florida. It's been great. And what do you uh, what do you try to do when your time when you got time to relax? Uh, you know, honestly, you know our days on Tuesdays are kind of like is uh, the off day. You know, we got a little uh, time to ourselves. So when I'm not in the building. Honestly, it's just kind of taking that time to kind of you know recover yeah. and uh, you know just get just get back because it's a it's a long season, long grind. But uh, you know, I do like to enjoy myself and kind of you know get away from the game. So for those twos, those days off are valuable, aren't they? Oh, that, that, absolutely. That, you almost count the hours on them, and you wish it would. You wish the clock would slow down <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah, once, on, on those days off. Yeah, once 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 you get out of the building on Monday, it's that's kind of when it starts. So uh, you know, you, you definitely want to take advantage of the time that. That, that, that you do have, um, but, uh, you know, ultimately it is a long season and uh, it's it's a grind, but, you know, something that uh, we're all looking forward you to. You're a beach guy? You like, you like mm-hmm. hanging down with the beach and yeah. all that that offers up down there? Absolutely. do. Uh, I do love the beach, and then, yeah. honestly, at my building, I, there's, a, there's, there's a pool I always go yeah. to up there, just kind of hang out and just kind of relax and uh, – I love that. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great place to be around here. And uh, I remember getting out in the ocean. Yeah, have you got a chance to, to during the off season to get out to? Why well, I would say the Bahamas have, but you know, God bless mm-hmm. them. What mm-hmm. they've gone through, it's well, yeah. it's a, it's a tough thing to see. But yeah. uh, been to the Keys and and done those types of things. I haven't really done too much uh, exploring outside of you know the the actual yeah. you know South Florida of the you know the Miami and Fort Lauderdale and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but you know, definitely something on the uh, on the wish list moving forward. Yeah, all right, Mike. We appreciate you stopping by, man. Good luck. Uh, good luck this week. Good luck for the rest of the season. Stay healthy and uh, and keep getting better. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Appreciate right. it. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Well, Mike is one of those guys that you know he's talked about you know trying to improve every every aspect of his game. I know he's got a little bit bigger out there. Uh, he's working on his blocking. But you know, John, I'm I'm still in the at least in my camp, I'm in the. I really don't care if Mike blocks or not. I, you know, 
to me, he's a guy. Let, let Durham Smythe do the blocking. Let let, let O'Leary. You know, let let uh, let let Cox. You know, as yeah. a fullback, come in. That's why he's you know, here. Bring in bring in another tackle and and, and use him as a tight end. I, I want to see Mike where he's moving moving at the line of scrimmage where he can get off the line of scrimmage, get down the field, and, and, and challenge down the seams, challenge the safeties out there, challenge linebackers to cover him, and, and make him be a guy that teams have to respect each and every down when, when he's on the football field. And he's, he's a long way from that, but we're certainly seeing the improvement in, in Mike Gusecki. Well, he might be a long way from that, but he's a long way from where he was yes. when he's, we saw him at this period last yes. year. Because, you know, last year we saw a guy that, you know, looked like he was slow getting out of breaks. It looked like he wasn't strong enough to play in the National yeah. Football League. It looked like he didn't have that quick twitch you were looking for. And all those things aren't a finished product, but they're a hell of a lot better than where they started out last year. So you have to give him credit, number one, for working his tail off in the offseason to prepare himself. And number two, taking and accepting the coaching and taking and accepting the resource of being able to play in the amount of games yeah. he played in last year, no Knowing where he was deficient and being able to work on the things he needed to be to, to be a better, better source, to be a better yeah. uh, you know target as, as a tight end, as a wide receiver, as wherever you want to play him. Put yeah. him in motion, get him in the flat, get him in the red zone activity when you get down there. Throw him up the ball and have confidence that he's going to be strong enough and smart enough to go up and catch the football. John, I was asked in the post game uh, after Sunday's game. Uh, about the defensive side of the football. And, you know, we've seen him do a lot of different things during the, during the preseason. Uh, and I was asked the question, hey, is, is, this, is it time maybe for them to maybe boil down, boil that down a little bit, maybe, maybe try to get, go back to the basics? And, and you know, th- th- I think there's some merit to that maybe. I, some, I agree. Some merit to just saying, hey, let, let's go back to the basics. Let's get lined up. Let's know who our guy is in front of us. Let's get ourselves in position to cover, and let's just cover. Let's not get let's not get crazy. Let's not go exotic. Let's play some good, basic, sound football, and let's not let's not create too much confusion within our within our own huddle that that we that we leave leave crevices in the in the defense, right. whether it's in the passing game or in the running game. And I don't know what they're going to do. <clears throat> excuse me on the defensive side of the ball, but. I, I don't see a problem with boiling things down. You, you know, it's, it's that old thing. I, I, you know, an offense, that, an offense that does so many things that they can't do anything, give me that, that team that says we do, let's take the 10 things that we do, let's take the 10 plays that we run best, and we're going to run them. We'll run them out of different positions or different formations, right. but we're going to run these 10 plays, and we're going to run them every time and over and over and over again because we know we can get these these done and and these are our bread and butter. You know, you may have to you, you may end up doing that both on offense and on well, defense where you just pick the best things you can do and do them and then as the season goes on, add to it, add to it, add to it till you get to where you want to be. To your point on defense, I wouldn't be opposed to having I don't know 25 to 50% of the time let X play man to man on yeah, one yeah. guy, and that's your guy, yeah. and keep him on an well, island. Basketball play a boxing and, and, one, and <laughs> just like they used to do with Sam Madison, yeah. put him out there. He that's his guy. That's your guy. And, him and you got him. The, you know the problem is when you, when you're facing teams like the New England Patriots, I'm not so sure yeah. you can pick a guy well, because there, there's so many you weapons. On, you put him on Antonio Brown, you got Josh Gordon on the other side. Exactly. And well, you, you put him on Josh, you got Antonio got, Brown on the other right, side. Right, and then you got Edelman on the other side. Edelman coming out of the back. So yep. I, I'm not opposed to, to having a little bit of flavor of that because yes. now at least you, you, you're going to play zone, you're going to be a little bit more protected in the back end so the ball's not going over your head yep. as much and make them go 
75, 85 yards, you know, do you have a chance to score? Instead of those three plays, 80 yards, 60-yard touchdown, 45-yard touchdown, and it's deflating, it's demoralizing to a defense. And you noticed when they finally did go at X against Brown, he almost came up with the interception on Sunday. So I'm not opposed to maybe having a little bit of flavor of that type of defense or that style of defense for the Miami Dolphins. Now, on the offensive side of the football, you've got to find a way – to get your running game going, or at least extension of your running game, and that's throwing it to Kenyon Drake because this guy's explosive. Yep. We saw him in the open field; he makes guys miss. I just think that you know, Balaj did what he could for the room that he had. I mean, he was running hard, but there's got to be a way to get Kenyon involved to make it easier for Ryan Fitzpatrick to make it easier for the guys on the perimeter yep. to get a little bit more rhythm going. And I think that's your guy. That's a, your most explosive player. I think you have on offense in terms of either handing it to him yep. or, or sending guys in routes and being able to check it down to him to make it easier for Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And, and, and they got to get that, that offensive line has to, <clears throat> got to create something. They, they got to create some kind of a, separation in there they've got to get turned on their blocks and get and get between that you know the the, the, the have the, some the line of defense the, right yeah, and, and then you know and then the ball the lane where you want the ball carrier to go do do something like that but uh yeah it's uh look it's going to be a challenge for these guys and it's going to be and it's gonna, you know it's going to be a challenge for this coaching staff a, a to get these guys back to to back to feeling good about themselves being so when they line up on sunday it's let's go we, we're ready to go kick some ass out here and, and play a good football game but they've also get them got to, they've got to They've got a short period of time to solve, resolve all the mistakes. Now we go back to what we said earlier. A lot of these, a lot of the things that were, a lot of the breakdowns were fixable breakdowns. Right. Just guys being in the wrong place, not not playing their technique, freelancing a little bit, whatever whatever you want to say. You know, you can do a lot of that, but there was so much of it. I don't know how much you can get completely, but, but healed. You got to get that done. But then, you know, it's a, that's a big big challenge for these this staff. To, to get this team with a mindset going into the game that that's behind us, we're going to get better. And, and even if they don't come away on the winning end of this thing, the fact that they've played better and they felt that they're, you know, they're, they're, that they are becoming a team that's going to be able to challenge each and every week is, is, is that's to me is the job of this staff, getting them mentally to that point well, and I, physically to that point. I watched that game on Sunday as a fan and when you got into Hard Rock Stadium, there was a good energy yep. in the building. There was a lot of good energy by, by the Miami Dolphin fans, and you felt like you were excited. You were you were sitting up with your back upright. You wanted to see what this team was going to look like. You were excited to see because it's unknown. It's unknown what yep. type of team you're going to have. Now, this is a second opportunity, and there's a big gap from where they left off after 60 minutes of football to, to their next opportunity. And there's a lot of room for improvement. So for me, as as a fan of football, as a fan of the Miami Dolphins, I'm looking for that. that that's the first thing yep. I'm looking for. I want to see more effort. I want to see more execution. But I definitely want to see that gap close from where they left off against the Baltimore Ravens. There's so much room for improvement. I want to see where, where, where they start. Yep. How hard are they going to be able to, you know, attention to detail, all, all the little things that you kind of take for granted, but now you're kind of putting a magnifying glass on because now you have a, a barometer of where they yep. left off and it wasn't pretty. So now you've got room for improvement. So as a fan, that's what I'm looking to see. I'm looking to see that defense, you know, get a couple three and outs and, and flip the field a little bit, yep. make it easier for the offense. I'm looking for the offense to take a drive 60, 70 yards, get it into the end zone and be competitive, not in the third quarter when maybe it yep. might not matter or the fourth quarter, but right from 
the first quarter. Yeah. I want to see this team start a little, a lot faster than it did against the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, and it's uh, look, it can be done. It's going to take work this week, and you know, you, you'd be surprised at how much you can change a football team or their attitude in, in a week's right. time. And and this look, this team is down in the dumps. I mean, on Monday. Sunday after the game, Ooh, I mean, just so looking at the looking at the faces of these guys, and and then Monday, seeing them on Monday after they've gone and watched the the, the tapes, and uh, yeah, they they were they're down in the dumps, and, and so they've got to got to pull themselves up by the bootstring bootstraps and and get themselves going. If not, it's going to be like you said, you're, you've you know, if, if you're not ready to play, you've already lost your second game. Uh, you know, before you even before you take even the field, laced up your shoes. Yeah, exactly. So you that those are the things. I mean, I, there's a lot of things to look for where, when you're looking for improvement for the Miami Dolphins this year. But there, you can control mental mistakes. You can control the way you play. Yep. You can control the effort that you give. And I'm not saying there wasn't a lot of effort given on Sunday, but it didn't match up with the execution. Sometimes you can go play as hard as you want. Yep. If you're not doing the right thing, it's really not going to matter. So I want to see those things kind of get closer together in terms of given the effort, but the execution and the attention to detail and your assignment base on, on the offensive line, your starting points are better. Yep. On the defense, I want to be able to see guys not running scot-free in the secondary. I want to see some penetration or some pressure on Tom Brady on Sunday. I don't care where it comes from, yep. but you you got to change what you did in week one because what you did in week one wasn't close to, to where this coaching staff needs this team to be. Yeah, and the defensive-wise, I, I mean – Coach talked about it in his, his Monday press conference. They they got to tackle better. They, they, yes. they've got to tackle better. They've got to be able to step up and, and and fill those gaps in the running game. And they can't. They just can't. Can't have big gashing runs uh, affect them, especially against this team. Because once you once you once they get a run or two off, and, and play action becomes a viable option for them, then then you're really you're you're really in that in that sling where where you know they, they've got you coming and going and and you, and you don't know what to do and, and you're out of position and all those types of things. So uh, from a defensive standpoint, certainly that, and offensively, like you said, you know, John, the two the two areas of this football team that probably were the most disturbing was the offensive line, and the defensive yeah, line, yeah, and and you know the the lack of pressure, really the the lack of of much stopping of the running game, you know, not making it tough for them to, you know, it's I mean, 49 yards in the first carry of the game, uh, a number of other long, long runs. And, you know, and when, forget long runs, four yards, five yards, well, six yards. I, I, think they had, those... I think the Ravens had one negative play in the football game, and right. that was kind of a gimme yeah. with, with Jackson being caught as he was moving around yeah, a little no bit. no doubt. So there's, uh, there, there's a lot of work to be done. There's a short time to get there. Uh, but but the show's not going to stop for them. No. Uh, you're gonna you got to jump in there and, and get on it and, and well, make good, it happen. The good thing, I mean, even though you get beat by the score, you get beat by it counts as one loss. Yep. And, and there's 15 other teams right now trying to figure out how we can get back to one and one. And the Miami Dolphins are one of them. They just happen to be playing the World Champs, which makes the mountain a little bit tougher to climb. Yeah, you know, the, John. The other thing is is you know this whole Antonio Brown situation mm-hmm. uh normally i wouldn't bring it up but but it's but it affects us now you know as you go up to play the 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 new england patriots with, with him on the roster now you know <laughs> a few days before sunday and a lot of as we can saw over the weekend a lot of things can happen when antonio yeah, brown's you never know. involved in it when, when you see him you see when you see him you see him when he lines up he lines up but for all intents and purposes it looks like looks like he's going to be there and, and john to me it's just uh you know, to me, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a scar in the National Football League. It's a, it's a, it's a bit of a scar on the Oakland Raiders. 
uh, it's a bit of a scar on the way young kids, high school kids, um, are allowed to watch somebody. It's been well chronicled. They're allowed to watch somebody manipulate be that the petulant and be that much of a of a me 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 kind of a guy who, by the way, is getting paid a lot of money to show up and over the course of his time in Oakland, showed up when he wanted to show up, and he'd show up and not practice and and this and that and become a distraction for the entire football team, uh, only to get rewarded with a new contract somewhere over somewhere else. Uh, to me, it's um, it, it, you know it, it just it disgusts me to be honest with well, you. Well, when you think about the way this this all went about in the beginning, when the Steelers you know had finally had enough. Yeah. The only team, the only team AB really wanted to go to was the New England Patriots. Yeah. He wanted to go to a a chance to win a championship, a chance to be with one of the best teams in the National Football League. Oakland wasn't that. No. So Oakland, you know, they offer they work out a deal. They offer him yeah, tons but, but, of money. But, but, man, how, how does he know? Because he was never, he was rarely there to practice. Rarely, well, rarely there for for anything going on. I, I, for for me, I, maybe it's a crazy thought, but I just think that this guy had it in his mind yeah. the whole time that and New England was where he wanted. To New be. England's where he wanted to be. I don't think he planned to hurt himself with, with yeah. his feet and however that happened. But to staying away from the Raiders, staying away from training camp, to to kind of set the stage that I'm, I want out. Yeah, I want out, and to be rewarded at the end. For that, you're you're 100 right. Uh, it just doesn't sit well with anybody. I don't think any yeah. logical any anybody that's ever played a team sport it can't sit well. Yeah. And I'm not so sure. I mean, the Patriots might be happy, yeah. But you know, it's it's good. At some point, it's going to yeah. turn. You know, at some point, the the worst type of virus is now embedded in yeah. one of the best organizations yeah. uh, in terms of winning in terms of the way the culture and the way they want to do things. And you can only hope for the other 31 teams or, or at least the guys in the AFC that something, yeah. you know, it, there's not a happy ending to this yeah. in terms of being well, uh, well, successful. I, you know, I, I remember when they got, uh, when they got the, the kid from uh, the defensive tackle from uh, Albert Hainsworth. You know, and Albert was a guy, a trouble guy, a guy that, you know, caused problems where he was when at. He went from Washington. Around, went from Washington and then yeah. goes to uh, goes to New England. And Bill Belichick, same thing, said, look, we're going to give you an opportunity, but you, you don't go by our rules. And I think he was out in three weeks. Well, I, I think Therefore, he came he, in out of shape. He, he came he, in out of shape was, and yeah. just, you know, and said, no, get out. You're not, you're yeah, not, you're not helping. So, at least from that standpoint, I think he, there, he's going somewhere where if he doesn't toe the line, and I mean to the – to the max, then 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 he's not going to be there for very long. And, and to your point about setting an example, you're exactly right. From kids that are playing Optimus League football yeah. in South Florida, yeah. you know, guys, you know, from here, but high school football, you know, I can do what I want. Yeah, you know, and, long as and I can, I'm going to get I, rewarded. As long as I play well, I can do what I'm I want. I'm going to get my money. I'm going to be able to do what I want. Yep. I, I just I just think it sets a, just a horrible precedent in terms of now we're praising a guy that did it all the wrong way yeah. and ends up looking, you know, yeah. ends up being rewarded in the yeah. end. Smelling like a rose. It, it just doesn't, thing. it just doesn't sit well. Yeah. And it, it's, it's disgusting to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I do. Well, we'll see, you know, it's, you know, it, you know, I mean, you know, the policy that, uh, uh, that, the flow has here, it's a, uh, you know, if you're, you're not five minutes early, you're late. You know, if you're on time, you're five minutes, you're, 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 if you're here five minutes early, you're on time. If you're here on time, you're five minutes late. And if you're late, you're, you're, you're out. You're forgotten. And, and, well, that's that, right. That's going to be a tough. That's going to be a tough. Uh, 
that's going to be a tough rule for, for him to uh, abide by. So we'll, we'll see. I think this story is far from over. But I know this. The guy's a goddamn good football player. Well, he, and he can, he, He's a great route runner, catches everything. And, uh, and, and boy, you, you hate seeing Tom Brady have another, another deep weapon, threat like yeah. that, a guy that can, can go the distance at, at any point. And the rich get richer, it yeah, seems like, no in terms of that. talent, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up, John. Uh, Dolphins in uh, New England Patriots, uh, Hard Rock Stadium Sunday, another 1 o'clock game. I'm assuming it's going to be hot, and, and hopefully that, that, that helps a little bit. The Dolphins have had some success against the Patriots. Especially down, down here, here, yeah. Down here when they come and play and uh, got them early in the season. So, you know, hopefully some of that luck will rub off and, and they'll get something going. And I, But I do I do expect, as we said before, I do the, expect this team to be much more representative than uh, than what we saw on, on opening day against the Baltimore Ravens. Well, you sure hope so. You sure hope that the effort that they put in during the week, the corrections that they make, have a result, yeah. some sort of positive outcome. Some, you know, you close the gap from where you left off to closer to where you want to be, if not there in yeah. week two. If you listen to this podcast, we hope to see you at the stadium on Sunday. It's uh, NFL football, Dolphin football, and if you're a Dolphin fan. You know what? Whatever. Come back. Come by. Support this football team, and because no matter what, they're out there busting their butts, trying to trying to put the best right. they can on the field. And uh, and, and uh, it'd be nice to have everyone stand behind them uh, when they walk into their own stadium. So, uh, but that's going to do it for John Kajemi. I'm Kim Bocamp. That's going to for the Audible. We'll catch you next week. Hopefully, we're talking about a big win over the dreaded New England Patriots when we come back to you next week. We'll see you then. <laughs> <laughs>